Hey, it's the 1st of December here, here. Hey, welcome to the show. My name is Jitin Patel. This is Here, Here. I have a very special guest today by the name of Kush Kanodia. Welcome, Here, Here, everybody. What's up, brother? How's it going, man? Good. How are you doing? Yeah, very well, man. I know you're very busy right now. and uh, nah, It's a pleasure to be here, man. We just come out from having a great time with mates. And yeah. we saw a film. So, yeah. The Blue Story. It's a good film. Um, it's great to see my homegrown talent. Shout out Rapman. Definitely. Hashtag Rapman. Respect, our, brother. We're with a lovely mate, Mona. We got Mona as well. Yeah. And uh, we're here because we've got some serious business to talk about. We've got we, some things to clarify. We've got some things to clarify. And, and set I'll the record give straight. Give it over to you, Kush Kanodia. Tell him your title and uh, let's have a chat. Here, here. Thank you very much, brother. So my name's Kush. I'm a governor of Chelsea Westminster Hospital. Four and a half months ago at their public board meeting on the 4th of July, they wanted to start charging for disabled parking in Chelsea Westminster Hospital. Wait, wait, step back a little bit a second. Can I? Yeah. Can I ask you a question? Thanks a lot. So, um, before we, I'm happy to hear what you've got to say because I think it's really important. Just want to kind of get to know, maybe let the audience know, people listening, like, how long have you been uh, this uh, governor? Four. I've been the governor for over four, like about four years now. Four years, yeah. yeah. That's great. And obviously, you're a resident of Chelsea. That's so this great. is why it's really important to you. It's on your doorstep. Well, I'm, it affects I'm, your neighbours and people I'm, around you. I'm a disabled person. I've right. been a disabled person since childhood. Right. I've had both my hips replaced. I've got titanium hips. And now the doctors right. want to replace my shoulders. Okay. So firstly, that's top of the line stuff, titanium. Yeah. That's well, like I'm, I'm very some Superman stuff. I'm very grateful to the to the NHS. The reason I can walk today yeah. is because of the NHS. I right. I love the NHS. Yeah, yeah. So you want them to keep doing well by taking out this uh, uh, car park tax I, for disabled, right? I want them to be accessible. I, mean, I don't know why they did it in the first place. Exactly. The I car park is for hospital reasons. You know, we were talking earlier, I was saying again. And, you know, people are not coming to visit a hospital for leisurely purposes. It's either somebody's not well or they have passed over or passing. So it's not a fanfare. Let us park there, you know. We'll be there for, for four or five hours max. For disabled people, you know. the truth is, if you look at Scotland, they abolished all car parking charges ten years ago. Wales did the same last year. Right. And in England, actually... So we're introducing the, it, are we? The Daily Mail basically reported last month uh, that since 2000... November 2019. Since, yeah. since 2014, there's yeah. been a 40% increase in NHS hospitals in England charging for disabled parking. So the truth is there's 2.5 million disabled people with a blue badge in England that the Joseph Roundtree Foundation have stated now that dis- who are they? What do they do? Sorry, Joseph Rantry. They're, they're like a charity, a non-profit, like for, one of the largest in London. For what? Charity for what? It, in relation to aspects such as inequality, okay. and just basically, you know, doing research and analysis. Yeah. So they've analysed and proven that disability is now the strongest predictor of being in poverty, that the UN today is the UN day for disabled people the U- the UN's own inquiry stated there's been a systematic violation yeah. of disabled people's rights in the UK since the times of austerity for approximately the last 10 years yeah. 
Why? Why? Why this, this in this, the first place? This is due to government policies, things like welfare reform and benefits changes, lack of services, lack of opportunities. So it comes down to the aspect that if disabled people, if we can't manage our health, if we can't yeah. access critical health care, yeah. how are we supposed education. to access education? Yeah. How are we supposed to access employment? How are we supposed to be full participants in society? Driving. The truth is only 26% of tube stations are accessible. Yeah. Like even the current government has an ambition for an extra million disabled people into employment by, I think, 2017. The truth what, in the UK? In the UK. So to make it possible, all these, all these industries like health, education, employment, they're all interdependent. They're all interlinked. Yeah. So the truth is if we make... What about art? Where's art in all of this? I'm an artist, man. We've got to talk about art sometime. Art's very important. Part of education, well. yeah. Definitely. Be, being creative is, is critical. Yeah, 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 I yeah. think it's one of the missing things sometimes in education, but being creative, like even this campaign, is an as aspect of creativity. This hadn't been done before. I implemented the idea because yeah. I'm a governor, because I'm disabled, because oh. I saw the injustice happening. Right. I told them, if you do this, I'll start a national campaign to abolish all disabled car parking charges in England. And I did that. I was published yeah. in The Times, The right. Daily Mail, The Telegraph. We interviewed with BBC London Radio. Yeah. Now I'm working with MPs from all the main political parties, from Sir Vince Cable of the Lib Dems to Marsha Dakova, the Shadow Minister for Disabled People of Labour, even a Conservative what MP. What are they all doing about it? You know all these people. Rob, Robert, wicked. Robert Halfen. And, and then, great. And then, well, let, let me finish. Frank Fields table questions to Parliament as well last month. And right. the truth is, we were in the Tory manifesto on Sunday, and we were also in the Labour manifesto a few days earlier. So it looks like it's going to get abolished then. That sounds healthy. But yeah, that's, that's amazing. But basically what's happened... We're How do we lock it in? How do you make that happen? So obviously we need to hold whoever comes into power accountable yeah. to their... Well, if to, they say no, they might say no, then what? So we'll, we'll cross that bridge if that happens. But I'm saying right now, what's happened is on Sunday... If you look at the front page of the Telegraph, they're basically trying to create the narrative that this campaign was Boris Johnson's idea. Currently, That's we're in election time. On the 12th of December, there's going to be a general election. And the Tories are basically trying to position it. And if you read the paper, it actually says it was Boris Johnson's conclusion. Actually, but that's his line. He's lying. And it's yours. Well, in, in, Canodia, only in, you. in academia, you'd call it plagiarism. So he's plagiarizing my idea. And the irony is... We need to come up with an idea. The irony is that I was published in The Telegraph some four months earlier. So unless the whole newspaper has collective amnesia, I was published in The Times. I was published in The Daily Mail. So why don't you sue Boris then? What can you do? This is why I'm, I'm letting the people decide. I'm letting the people understand what the truth is, that there's collusion happening in the media. Yeah. The, the Tories are basically trying to use this campaign and pretend it's theirs, even though I questioned the Minister of Health, Matt Hancock. I questioned, right, right. I questioned Simon Stevens, the Chief Executive of NHS England, Sir David Sloman, the head of NHS London, all to support the campaign. None of them even responded to me. That's, <sighs> that's why I went to the papers. Yeah. That's why I went to the politicians. Did and you try more than one time? Sometimes I've, you send them email, I've, text, I've, WhatsApp. I've, I've People been, don't get back to you straight away. I've been campaigning for the last four How and a half months. How many times did you email them? In untold times. Really? Like, no, not just them, like everybody. Really? I've, I've more, been, than, more than two, three times? 
I've been reaching out to everybody in relation to this campaign, but I just basically want to set the narrative very clear that I started this campaign and I don't think it's ethical or truthful yeah. for the party in government to try to hijack the campaign and to yeah. try to pretend it's theirs and use right. use it to help Boris Johnson get elected. The truth is when I was published in the papers I've originally... I've got a question, sorry. I, need, I keep on forgetting this question and it always keeps going. Sorry. You can continue that in a second. Uh, and it keeps going and that question is Boris Johnson... If he does get elected, and it seems like very well he will, right? Does it seem like that? Just just to give one word answer, yes or no, like what do you think? The people decide. If okay, but people... what do you think I'm asking? Do you think he'll get elected? Is very likely or not? I think if the people realise what the truth is, yeah. he doesn't need to be elected. People okay. can no, actually... I'm asking, do you think he will do? We don't want him to. You're saying you don't want him to. I get it. Do you think he will, yes or no? Trends change on a dime. The truth is, yeah. I believe if the people know the truth, about yeah. how Boris Johnson is, yeah. he will not get elected. Do you want him to, to be, be elected? I'm asking. That sounds like a no, isn't it? If I, I don't believe the person is truthful. I don't believe yeah, he's. No, I understand ethical. why. I'm saying yes or no, bro. That's what I'm asking you. I don't want him to be elected. No. So just yeah, okay, cool. I get it. I totally get it. And listen, this is a question I remember. If he does get elected, unfortunately, right? If he does get elected. Um, let's not put energy into that. Let's put it into what's really happening and what deservedly right needs to happen for our leader. That's generally going to lead us as full people's hearts. I'm the about that, right? The truth is so the question is, no, wait, hold on. If Boris Johnson does get elected and even though he nicked your idea basically and it does go through and wheelchair users don't have to pay tax anymore and your name never gets uh, attributed to this idea, would you still be partly happy that it got abolished yes or no of course i'll be yeah. fully, fully happy yeah. it's not even a question of partly happy to me the main really, thing really happy yeah of course even like, if your name don't get linked to this ever i don't i do not care right. about my name just being be really happy this. you can talk about it and it's true right it's the, genuinely true the only reason but does I, he know that you that, that sorry does he know that you know that you've nicked my idea mate have you written to him i wrote to him before the tory manifesto was published about yeah. the campaign requesting his support i wrote to all the leaders of every single party i've been working with mps from every single party and do you think I've been now published in multiple newspapers it's yeah. not about my name being attached let me completely clarify it please yeah it's in relation to that we have a general election on the 12th of december yeah they're, try they're trying to you know basically plagiarize somebody else's idea try to pretending it's their own yeah. in relation to winning votes for the general yes, election I, so i feel i have a moral duty right yeah. now to set the record straight to say the truth until the 12th yeah. afterwards if my name gets attached to it or not i don't yeah. care it's not about the name as long as it happens it's, it's about clarifying the truth yeah the truth to me truthfully is as long as I'm saying the truth and doing the truth yeah. and living truth in my life in yeah. everyday essence, to me, I believe it's the path to God. It's the path to yes. freedom. It's the path to enlightenment. Okay. So what I try to do in everything I do, I try to implement the aspect of truth. So and that's, if you find that they're not truthful, can you still like learn to just look at it as a way that it's not something that is directly towards you, but just something that they're still living through in a life? experience that I need to sort of mature from not true Ev yeah. everyone's learning like that as well? everyone's yeah. learning everyone's developing nobody's perfect yeah. yeah everybody's obviously 
you know, improving. Like that's that's understandable. Yeah. But I think the the aspect of truth, when you're in power, you're accountable to the people. Yeah. It shouldn't be trying to be accountable to no one. I you, think you're doing an awesome job. I mean, why isn't there more people helping you? Like you meet all these people. And they're doing things, but the end bottom line is from everyone that you know, because they also know you as well. You know them; they know you though as well. This campaign, like the end of result, should be that this should be abolished, this, no matter who you know. This, this campaign helps two. Point I could know the queen, and she can't give me a fiver. This you know? campaign helps two point five. Too close. Two point five million disabled people oh, in England. Do you want to count? You keep talking about your thing, innit? Yeah, it's recording at the bottom. I'm gonna just leave it with Kush for a sec. And <laughs> now you're all shook now, innit? Now you're cool, man. Carry on talking. Cool. I wanna know why. He's really good. I've asked him a lot of questions. So, okay, welcome to the show. Carry on, Kush. See you in a sec. What are your next steps policy wise? Wait, do you have any political leaning, by the way? I'm not affiliated with any political party. All I basically do with my life, I dedicate my life to helping disabled people. I've been doing that now, well, since, since a long time. But I've dedicated my life specifically to it for the last 10 years. The majority of the things I do are philanthropic. My essence is just to help people. It's not about whose idea. It's not about who gets credit for it. It's just in relation to just clarifying who idea it actually was and for it not to be used in political means and manipulation to encourage people to vote for something that wasn't actually their idea and actually they were the block. The truth is maybe if we didn't have a general election, maybe it wouldn't be in the manifestos and disabled people would still be having to pay even though it's the strongest indicator of being in poverty. I think it's good that political parties have incorporated the campaign into their manifestos. That's that's wonderful. I'm really happy about that. But please be truthful. Please be honest. Thank you. <laughs>